Hey, Mike, 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 what time is it, Mike? It's time to talk, Curtis. Leadership trade talk time. Talking straight about leadership traits. And we have with us today, Joey Drake. Very Welcome, Joey. Guest. We're very excited to have you. Glad to have um, you, Joey. Happy to be here. Co-worker of ours. Yeah. yeah. And uh, Joey's just a um, an outstanding leader. So uh, currently, uh, there's a lot of stuff going on in the news and we're going to talk about some of that, and hence the reason we thought Joey would be an outstanding uh, opportunity to have on the show. Have some candid dialogue, right? Right. Yeah. And let's talk about that candid dialogue, Curtis. Okay, yeah. So real quick, what we, what we talked about is we're going to talk about some sensitive topics today. We're going to talk about race. We're going to talk about how we relate with each other. And, and so what we have agreed to do is a lot of times when we talk about sensitive topics, we're concerned about how we say things. And we don't want to, and we want to say it perfectly, right? Or we want to, we want to make sure we don't offend or we, and, and that's all really important. What we said today is for our discussion, we're going to be assume positive intent. And, and we're honest gonna, with each other. Right. Just be straight, shoot it straight. Let's and, talk. and be less concerned about how we say things and more concerned about, about how, about being positive and, mm-hmm. and, and getting out the, the hard topics, right? That we want to, and trying to set a, trying to model the kind of behavior, the kind of vulnerable conversation right. and behavior that we'd like to see leaders to be able to have. Right. Right. Exactly. Okay. Now, now if Joey, if you'd introduce yourself for us, for the audience, that'd be great. Yeah. First of all, I, I want to say thank you uh, for having me. Uh, I've, I've seen you guys uh, online and listened to your podcast and <laughs> I think it's a great thing that you, that you've been doing. Um, so yeah, so I'm Joey Drake. Um, if you if you want to know a little bit about my uh, my leadership path, mm-hmm. uh, you know I started as a as a design engineer, you know, so deep dive, FPGA field programmable gate array, ah. design and board uh, oh, wow. board engineer. Um, I did that for a number of years. Uh, moved up to managing teams that did that. Uh, started my uh, leadership path really in about two thousand and six. Okay. 2006 started with a very small, small team. Okay, I've grown uh, in in my leadership roles from you know programmatic type leadership to functional leadership. Right, I've been in strategic planning, which is looking at our markets and developing right. strategies and plans and uh, funding paths for uh, things that we have going on in our business. Mm-hmm. Um, from there to uh, program management, and I've been in program management since 2014. Uh, and now, Golly, I, I remember when you got in there, and I'm like, <laughs> "It's amazing." 2014, yeah, it's so fast. Time flies. Yeah, it's so fast. And, yeah. and 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 currently, I'm a, a program management uh, director. Right. Wow. Uh, and I've got a team uh, that you know is responsible for a portfolio across the world, um, nine direct employees, um, multi-billion dollars. Multi-billion dollar. Yeah. You know, so I'm stepping into. Uh, the uncomfortable zone <laughs> in a lot of ways and you know in terms of language in terms of culture right and, right, and yeah. that's that's part of the reason that you know the job really attracted me yeah and so i'm i'm a uh, constant i'm a learner i'm a leader that learns I'm well we were just that, talking about curtis's books so <laughs> yeah and i share some of those uh, some of those books and i'll take right. a picture before it leaves to make sure i go and get the other <laughs> the other uh, the other copies um so joey yeah let's let's talk about you know we have a lot of um, early career leaders, mm-hmm. and and when you were in that transition mode of an individual contributor going into a leadership role, what was that decision point for you? Why did you feel you wanted to take that on, and and what did you learn on that journey? 
Yeah, I think uh, part of it is that I've always innately had this uh, leadership quality, wanting to step up and serve. Okay. Right? And I wanted to be there for, uh, for people. I wanted to, uh, I've taken examples from both good and bad leaders. Uh, and I actually have a, I had a book where I took, I took notes uh, because if I, if I found something that I particularly didn't like, I would take a, a note of that or something that was extra, you know, uh, special. I'd take right. a, a note of that because I kind of felt like that would be the landscape that I build my foundational leadership skills on. Wow. That's right. really Love good. It. Yeah. Yeah. Servant leader. That's what that's we always right. talk Great about. Great takeaway. Yeah. Yeah. Very good. Well, how about if we jump right into the hard stuff? Okay. Hard All stuff. Right. Yeah, the, yeah. The interesting stuff, right? Well, so let's talk about the current yeah. events. There's there's some social injustice uh, and backlash going on. Mm-hmm. Um, Big time. Yeah. From mistreatment of an individual by a police officer. Mm-hmm. And it's created a lot of tension. And, and rightly so. I mean, this is... This isn't the first time either. This has been a repeated scenario. Right. And I'll tell you, when when this happened, I was really struggling with what I should do as a leader. It was, it was you know, how do I reach out to my um, black colleagues and say, and what do I say, right? right? Mm-hmm. And so I was, I saw a post by Simon Sinek, and he said, I don't know what to do, so I'm listening. Mm-hmm. And I thought, I, maybe I should just call. And I and I made some calls. And mm-hmm. I'll tell you, they were um, very heartfelt responses to my inquiry. And it was just amazing to me to see and hear perspective. And and you didn't call with an attempt to to solve the problem. No, right? And, and, I, and you, or give my perspective. I mean, okay. I I felt like you know this is. This is a place where it is not important what I think. It, right. What is important is that I listen and I learn from the individuals that are having to really grapple with this. Mm. Yeah. And things that really um, resounded for me were um, one of my team members, uh, she was saying that her son is now getting to an age where... Um, People may have a be in a fear of him, right? And I'm thinking, I know her son, and I'm like, no, he's a great kid, you know. Yeah. And she's like, you don't know how the world looks at him. I mean, we have right. to deal with that. His his father deals with that, and then, you know, all those things are I'm, I'm grappling with in my mind. So that's just an example of just listening and understanding what the how the world is. Yeah, um, and hearing it for her, right? That exactly. You would not have ever right. heard. Mm-hmm. How have you? dealt with do you mind sharing with some of the yeah some of what's come up for um, you in this so i can tell you you know over the last uh two weeks or more uh i've had uh quite a bit of time uh to think through this uh it's been an emotional roller coaster right and i, I want to tell you why is because it resonates with me so deeply um you know my community uh, i went to crenshaw high school in los angeles california Okay. Oh, okay. Okay. So if you know about Los Angeles, California, and where Crenshaw and Slauson meet, you know that there are there's Nipsey Hussle in his uh, his shop, and he was gunned down like uh, you know, and I was there the day before mm-hmm. that happened, and I was planning to go on Sunday, but right across the street from there is where there was quite a bit of um, 
you know, buildings that had been burned down, mm-hmm. uh, there had been looting, there had been rioting, and we all know the subject back then was Rodney King. Right. right. Okay? Right. Yeah. So it was 30 years ago. Yeah. Right. So I'm very familiar, and back then, you know, I walked, I peacefully protested, you know, mm-hmm. I, I want to say off the top that, you know, I don't support nor do I condone any physical right. uh, damage or violence mm-hmm. or any of that, uh, but, you know, I peacefully marched mm-hmm. and, and protest did uh, that situation right. right it was one of the first ones that was uh, videotaped right, right for the world to see yes right. okay and so with this most recent event now being separated by what 30 plus years right right it brought back some of those same images some mm-hmm. of those same feelings and it made me really grapple i had to grapple with it also like why is it that the needle has not moved right. 30 years 30 right. years later 30 yeah. years later Oh. And, 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 you know, those are bookend events, but if you look at some of the events that have sure. happened over the past most recent history, right. you have to wonder yourself, okay, so um, when is the change going to come about? Right. Uh, I had to ask myself also, how are you, Joey, planning to respond to this? Right. Right. And so that Monday was coming up, and I said, I'm not at a space uh, where I can have this conversation. Mm-hmm. It was just too much, it was too much, it was too emotional really for me. Right, right. Uh, but by that Wednesday, I knew that I had to do something. And so I sent out a note to my staff and said, the next staff meeting, we're going to talk about this. Mm. Right? Wow. Uh, because, you know, to me, uh, to not acknowledge it, right. that what's going on outside the walls of your right. job right. is not authentic, Right. it's not genuine. It's not one of the leadership traits that I would have wrote in the good column when I wrote my book, yeah. my book, and took the notes from leadership. Right. Right. It never would have been. So, uh, so I said, "Well, Joey, okay, it's time for you to step out mm-hmm. a little bit." Right. Right. Now, was that uncomfortable for you to do that? It was uh, a little uncomfortable because you know you're being vulnerable, right, as a leader, right, right. right. But a lot of times, that's how you build the trust you know, with your team, Mm -hmm. Um, that's, you know, stepping out there and giving your perspective and your history and your experiences, you know, might help them. And you know what, as soon as I sent that note out, I had two or three people that came, oh, thank you. I've been, I'm glad that we're going to have this conversation. I cannot wait. Wow. Because this has been impacting me uh, so bad. Right. So we went through uh, this past Monday and we had that conversation. Mm Mm-hmm. And it went very well. That's awesome. Every, I mean, there was um, not a dry eye right. on the phone, right? Because of COVID, we're all <laughs> right. home and we weren't on video. <laughs> right, right. Uh, but uh, everyone was able to step into that uh, space. It was safe. Uh, they didn't feel like there was any risk involved and to offer their perspectives. Wow. And that's really all we're talking about right. is discourse. Right. You know, because it's the dialogue that moves things forward. Right. Uh, but what I do know is I don't want to sit... 30 years from now, a year from now, and uh, not see any, and, any right. change yes. as a result of everything that's happened. And yes. I have my ideas about why it is at this moment that it has uh, really created an exponential response, both locally and, and globally. Right. And I think that is because of COVID. Mm. You know, COVID yeah, has... A restless. It's been a forceful, forcing yes. function yes. Right, for us to be at home Right. Closer to our friends and family. Um, you don't have the distractions of going to the gym or going to the shop, doing shopping. And right. you have to pay attention. You've been inundated with 
a lot of information from a lot of different media outlets and sources. Mm -hmm. And so now there's a concentration on this event. Right. You know, it's interesting. It seems like it's brought out some of the some of the best that we've seen and then some of the worst, right? It yeah. just is it's interesting how there's been two separate perspectives or two, two separate ends of the spectrum. You know, Joy, one of the things that that I and I too have grappled, right? Grapple is a good word, or, or wrestled with with feelings and knowing what to do, right? And and how do I how do I respond in a way that is authentic and genuine and and um, in a way that's helpful, right? And how, what do I do? And I and I'm I didn't really know what to do. I sent a note to some some black colleagues that I that I have that are very special to me, and just said, hey, I'm I just my heart's telling me I should send you this note, and I'm hoping you're doing okay, right? And they and, and most of them responded with thank you for the note. Um, I, I I find it interesting that. We always think there has to be a right and a wrong to everything, or a black and a white, or a one side or another side, right? Mm -hmm. And what I think the best leaders are able to do is they're they're able to actually say, this is right for, for people, or true for, for people, and this is true for people. And so how do we, do you have any thoughts on how we as leaders can help people understand that what may be true for me could be completely different for you, and that's okay, right? It's yeah. okay for us to have separate truths, mm -hmm. and we can still, be very effective as we as we come together and bring that together. Do you have any thoughts on on how how we can encourage that? Um, you, you mentioned dialogue. Yes. You said dialogue was probably the best thing. Yeah. It seems like today dialogue, a lot of dialogue, sparks so much division. Yeah. So how do we? How can we create dialogue that doesn't divide people? Has been something that I've grappled with. Right. How mm -hmm. do we? And I, the only thing that I can come up with is if, if Mike or if you offer a perspective that is completely opposite of mine, and I start to feel some emotional tweak over that, I need mm -hmm. to stop and say, "Hey, what's that emotional tweak?" I need to go to a place of curiosity and be real open about that. Could totally be Joey's or Mike's truth. It doesn't have to be my truth, and it's okay. Yes. Right. It's okay for us to have separate truths yeah. and still come together. And because there are some things that are that we all we could sit here as different as all three of us are, we could sit here and say absolutely, this is this is a something that we all agree on, right? Mm -hmm. And injustice that we've seen is one of those things, mm -hmm. right? So how do we, you know, how can we come together as leaders and and help our employees go through that? Any thoughts on? Yeah. So um, you know, my thought is that uh, dialogue is is one thing, right? And you touched on a, a little bit is that uh, the act of listening. Uh, being aware and seeing it from someone else's perspective and not to put up the defenses and not to really be thinking about what you're going to say in response to what that person puts out. Right. It's more about uh, a reflectiveness and an awareness. And, and even, even, even once you go through uh, an experience, it's not done. Right. Right? You can go off and you can reflect and you can come back later and say, you know what, I went off and I thought about this. Mm -hmm. What's wrong with that feedback loop? That's a little bit of vulnerability. It's a little bit of humbleness. Yeah. It's a little bit of, hey, I went and I really thought about, you know, what you said, right? In that moment, it might be very difficult to do. Mm -hmm. And in today's times, right now, it's very difficult because people are so dug in right. with their one perspective. Right. Uh, but I think uh, reflection, good. right, and then coming back and having a conversation that's based upon mm -hmm. your true wrestling 
with something that might be different than what you had thought. Right. Right. That's right. that's great. That yeah. would make for a much more meaningful connection, and I think the relationship also gets a little closer and tighter. And the more we, more and more we do that, the more we chip away at those differences. And although we we can still disagree, mm-hmm. it doesn't get to the to the level of of uh, you know hatefulness, right? Or right. you know anger, right? And I can't work with this person, you know, right? Um, that's what I believe. That's that's great. Well, I like what you said too, Curtis. You know, you you said that there's a spectrum of beliefs and and everything. And, and I think so many times leaders feel like they've got to come in and they've got to be the mediator or they've got to bring these two together to create an understanding. And sometimes you just say there is a difference, everybody. Yeah, right. There there's a difference, and you need to hear that your perspective isn't the only perspective in the room. Yeah. And I think that is so important. You know, and I'll, I, I have seen leaders, like someone will express something and someone else will express something and they'll say, well, I think what we need to do is, yeah, and try to bring them together instead of just realizing there's just a difference. There is right. a difference. Right, and we need to honor the difference, mm-hmm. respect the difference. And that's where, you know, I, I think so many times people go to diversity and inclusion as a race thing. Mm-hmm. And it's right. like, no, there's so much diversity between similar people right let's say what similar mean i grew up in the same city as you i may have gone to the same high school as you we're both white went to the same church there's still a lot of diversity right Mm -hmm. and it's understanding that those perspectives are out there and we've got to bring them forward Mm -hmm. so that we all can right right. inclusion yeah be be together learn about each other and then we have more of a holistic view and approach to all the problems right right yeah i think um and, and I like what you said about how, you know, there's a thread or can be a thread between me and you, even though we, we look different, mm-hmm. right? But the only way to unearth that, to get to that, right. is through dialogue. It's through dialogue, right. yeah. It's really the only way to get to it, right? Otherwise, I may think on one facet of diversity that we're, we're different. We could be, we could be really very much the same. Right. right. Like what big and tall store do you go to? Yeah, exactly. I mean, I think, you know, I don't, think, I don't know about Curtis. <laughs> Sorry, Curtis. We're I don't fit into you. that one. Yeah. The other thing I wanted to say was, um, you know, we can, there are some things that are different, right? And we can look at them different, but then there are some things that are facts, right? Mm-hmm. And if we look at, you know, factual information, we, I think we can agree on certain facts, Right, uh, but there is going to be maybe an interpretation, even on the facts. I mean, right. nowadays I don't, I don't know, you know, what to believe, but I do believe, you know, what I what I see. Mm-hmm. And uh, for this one specific instance, right, with George Floyd, mm-hmm. right, uh, in the eight minute and uh, forty six second long video, yeah, uh, what we saw, um, irrespective of what happened outside of that, before that, and after that. You know, can we agree that that is right or wrong? Yes. It is wrong, wrong, wrong. Okay. <laughs> it's an injustice. Yes. So, yeah, absolutely. absolutely. So, so you grow from a point of agreement. Right. Yes. And then you figure out. So how out, do we move forward? It's yes. Exactly right. Then you figure out how to move forward. Right, I love as you, that. As you grow. That's the, really, uh, that's open the aperture very wise. a bit. Different cycle. Yeah, I think that's really uh, the key, really, is that, you know, um, looking at it from, I like, what you said about looking at it from a different perspective, right? And then even considering your own environment um, based upon 
what you took in. It's a right. reflective piece. It's a learning piece. It's an awareness piece. Nobody's right. Nobody's wrong. It's just information. Right. And information is, is great because it has a tendency to make you want to wrestle with it. And yes. you got to figure out how does this fit into my framework into and my system. database. Yes. Right. right. How does it fit in my database well, now? Well, we all process things differently, right? Yeah. So when we hear it, when we see it, we try to understand it in our brains and everybody's brain's been developed differently. So it's it's how do we chew that up and then how do we bring it forward? And I I think too many times we try to explain things simply, yet it comes out as ignorance. That's what's important. You know, instead of going to your safe place of blaming it on somebody or something or some color, go to a place where you can say, huh, now I'm going to, you know, assume positive intention. I'm going to go learn and be curious. I'm going right. to learn from this, mm-hmm. learn from Joey. Mm-hmm. That's what, that's where we all have to be. Because it could be the same statement of, you know, Mike was on the team and now he's running the team, really. I mean, you know, right. you know there's all things you can go to try to make yourself feel better. Mm-hmm. Right. That's ridiculous. Yeah. And if right? you tweak a conversation a little bit and say, hey, uh, Joey's really not all that special, you know. Uh, Joey is not an anomaly. He's the possibility. Right. So exactly. what is oh it that gosh. we can do to support, you know, right. people that have these differences to uh, get them included in the conversation, uh, get them included in the pools uh, and prop them up so that they have uh, the, the same opportunities that Joey did. Right. Joey's not really that special. <laughs> we, awesome. we think you're special. By the, <laughs> by the way, so that's something too I wanted to share with you too, that I how much I appreciate having leaders like you in my circle that are willing to question my thinking, right, or push back on me mm-hmm. or say, are you sure about what you just, Mike one time said, I don't think you're assuming positive intent and we were having a conversation, right? And I And I really appreciate having a circle of leaders where, they're willing to call me out and, and help me be aware of some of the things that I may not be as aware of. And I think that is another strategy that leaders can use to help each other, mm-hmm. right? And that's what diversity, inclusion, it makes makes any corporation, team, family so strong. Individual even. Right. right. Yeah. Is when you recognize there is a lens that I look at this world through. I need help seeing other things, right? right? A right. fish doesn't know it's in water, right? Right. But if you help people see, they they it changes their perspective, and then it opens the aperture to where you you start ridding ignorance, you start ridding um, uh, conflict, right? Right. When people can open themselves up, I mean, they have study after study after study where you can take die hard individuals some very strong belief and another person of that polar opposite belief and put them in a room together and with friendly conversation they walk out of that room changing the way they look at the other person right and there's so much value in that that's what we've well we've all got to open ourselves up to i don't know everything Mm -hmm. i don't see everything the way everybody sees it that's okay. That's what makes us all so great mm-hmm. is bringing all that forward and working together. Yeah. We're all under construction. 
That's exactly yeah. right. <laughs> always. So you said Until you're we... you said you're a learning leader. Yeah, that's yeah. a that's a pure recognition of the fact that you've always got to be challenging yourself to be the best person you can be. Right. You're you're you never arrive. No if anyone ever yeah. thinks they arrive, right? Yeah, they're fooling themselves, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. My yeah. wife always says, "Don't seek happiness. You'll never get to happy. Be joyful." So in other words, no matter what's going on, be joyful as you move through the world. I think that's so great because it's not like happiness is this spot that once you're there, you've you know, arrived. you've arrived. Right. It's, and so it's the same thing with all this that we're talking about. So Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Wow. We've talked about some great topics. Yeah. What um, Do you have any other, just some parting shots or any other comments you want to share with us, Joy, as we wrap this up? Uh, this is the type of thing that we need to do. You know, uh, in our homes, in our communities, in our jobs, uh, with our friends, over social media, is have uh, discourse mm -hmm. like this. Uh, but discourse without some action is just talking. Right. Right? Right. right. And so, but it is the first step. It is a segue into change, mm -hmm. right? Into understanding and into awareness. And so... Mm -hmm. Uh, you know, my plea would be for everybody out there mm -hmm. uh, right. to, to follow uh, to follow that that model to follow this model model um, because I think we all want the best world that we all can live in. You know, Absolutely, I've, I've got kids, yes. I've got family, right. I got friends, uh, and and I want uh, there needs to be a unifying uh, thread, something that uplifts us all. Uh, That's right. And that's what I'm what I'm looking for. And that's that great. That's anyone, why I did this. Right. Yeah. That's great. And that anyone can, you know, walk around safe in this world and not a target or a, you know, injustice could come their way because of a color of their skin or because right. of, you know, a certain garb they are wearing or yeah. whatever it is. I mean, it's that's so important. I just had this conversation with my son. Uh, yesterday and I've had conversations with him as he's grown mm -hmm. and um, you know we're at home I'm sitting at the kitchen table he's at the refrigerator and I said to him uh, hey let me, let me ask you a question what do you think about what's going on in fact let me ask you a more specific question um, when you're when you're driving in your car and you see a, a policeman mm -hmm. you know behind you how does that how do you feel uh-huh he said, you know, he gets physical manifestations of that, of this, right? He gets nervous. Anxiety. Anxiety. His heart starts racing. And he's done nothing. Right. right. Illegal. But for fear and anxiety, he may yeah. end, actually end up not turning his blinker on and then be pulled over. Right. 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 And so for me, um, it's really that close to home uh, in mm -hmm. terms of, and, and that is just, you know, policing peace. But what happens when we go into... Uh, into work, right? And there are microaggressive statements, right? Or micro inequities, right. or things that you see. How does that translate into and manifest itself into physical response, and or mental response, and or is additive to that negative thought that yes, we already have, exactly. right? right? You ruminate on it, you right. Yeah, that's exactly right. right. So I think through that, and say, you know, there's a lot of pent up potential mm -hmm. in a lot of these companies. Um, mm -hmm. Because of that layer, right? right. Let's yeah. remove that and become as productive as we possibly can. I love that. That's that is awesome. Yeah. yeah, that's great. Wow, this has I been. Agree. I mean, I took so many notes. I, I think maybe what I'll just say is we hope that the the listeners will take notes as they, 
we as do. they go through this, right? And and I think to reiterate what Joey said is stop and talk. Yeah. Sit down with Have somebody. Have dialogue. As, as uncomfortable as it is, go ask them how they feel about this. And then just listen. You don't have to tell them that they're wrong or teach them a different way of thinking. Just listen to them. Yeah, you that said is, it. Listen for so understanding, yes. right? right. Yeah. Listen for understanding, not exactly. to respond. Mm. Yeah. And if, if we could, you know, if every person on this podcast could go out and talk to two people, two diversely different than you, doesn't mean race, just right. diversely different than you, and have a dialogue about what's going on in society, see where it leads. Yeah. I mean, they could be a Democrat, you're a Republican. It doesn't matter. Right. Have a conversation. Yeah. If everybody that listens to this did too, and then they did too, think of the way we could change the world. I mean, yeah. seriously. It's so a, we're going to take your challenge, and, uh, right. and we appreciate that. And we're going to move from dialogue to the next level, which is to take some action. Action. Right? Right. And let's start to make a difference. That's yeah. right. Well, Joey, it's been a pleasure. It's been such a pleasure. So yeah, thank you so much. Thanks for having me. Appreciate we do it. appreciate it. Yeah. yeah. Leadership trait talk. Remember, um, on our okay, you're gonna have to help me out, Chris. It's it's leadership trait talk or at leadership trait talk Instagram, right? Right. Okay. And then um, on we're on LinkedIn. Uh, right. We have a website. Uh, you well, can get Facebook. us on Facebook. Yeah. So please reach out to us. We're looking for uh, listener questions, watcher questions. Right. We're going to start a series where we're going to answer your questions as they come yeah. in. It's going to be, so be the fun. end of the podcast. So we're looking yeah. forward to. Um, and please, you know, hard questions are accepted. We may not have good answers to hard questions, right, right. but, but we can, we'll do. What, we'll give a perspective right. and um, do do our best. So again, thank you, Joey. Thank you, um, thanks, thanks, Curtis. Thanks, Mike. All right. You guys have a good day. Thanks. Bye-bye.